I had to start looking at myself and uprooting the things that are great and putting them on the outside. And that is what I mean by I'm a self-activator. I had to first depend and count on me to go inside and dig up before anybody else could plant anything because I would just push away everybody. So I had to do the first pruning and then I allowed everybody else to fertilize the plant. Hello, 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 Boss Teachers, and welcome to another episode of the Boss Teacher Podcast. Today, I have a very, very special friend with me. Her name is Shakira Mesquita. And, you know, there are two things that are special about her. She's my friend, and she's also from the parish of St. Anne. Oh, St. Anne. Oh, St. Anne. I am from the beautiful parish of St. Anne, so I am biased towards that. Okay, just get over it. So today, Shakira is an English teacher. She teaches English language, English literature, and language and communication skills. She is also a professional speaker, which is how we met in our speaker training a little, almost a year ago. Yeah, she is a mentor, and she is also what she calls a self activator and Shakira is going to tell you a lot more about that later on. So Shakira, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Boss Teacher Podcast. Thank you for having me, the real boss teacher around here. <laughs> Let us start off in true boss teacher style. What is the funniest thing to happen to you in the classroom? Okay, so I'm known to be a strict teacher when it comes to classroom and managing my classroom. And, you know, there are certain rules that we have in school. And so I try to ensure that my students follow them. One of those rules happens to be no cell phones in the class, especially if we're not using technology. So one day I'm in class and I'm going through with the content and a student said to me, Miss, Miss, look over in the corner, look over in the corner. So I said, what am I looking for? What am I looking for? She's using a phone. She's using a phone. So I said, who is using the phone? Who is using the phone? So when I looked, I saw the young lady with the thing in her hand, like trying to catch signal. So I was saying, what kind of phone she have? She had tried to catch signal. I said, shh, don't say a word. So I started to tiptoe over to the young lady in the corner, like a little lion creeping up to a mouse. Only to realize the young lady have a calculator and the battery is dying. And so she's holding it up to the sun to try and see what's up. Ah, I mean, like, yes, miss, you're looking for somebody to reprimand. There you go. I had to just laugh. In this day and age, no, that's hilarious. They got you good. Got me good. We know that you are an English teacher, right? So tell us a little bit about how you got into the profession. Okay, so normally when persons ask me, how long have you been teaching? I would say to them, oh, I've been teaching ever since I was 12 years old. You know, and they're like, what, 12? The thing is this, I love teaching so much that while I was at a primary school and I had the task of, you know, getting my brother home from basic school, I would go to his school and I would sit with the K-1 teacher and assist her to help normally tell people that I started teaching from the, the age of 12. Teaching is uh, something that is like my life. You know, like when you need water and air, 
I love teaching. I would beat the sour sub tree. I would beat the little flowers in the garden and teach them the ABC and the one, two, three. And if I don't think they're saying it correctly, I would call their parents. And so I was just so hungry for it. Even when I worked outside of the school setting, I worked in the hotel industry. I've worked in the fast food industry and every parent in those institutions, they were like, girl, you need to go in the classroom. And so I put myself together and in 2013, I enrolled at Bethlehem Moravian College in St. Elizabeth and I started my teaching training there. And I graduated in 2017 and I've been working at my current high school since 2017. So that's how I got into teaching, just the love for teaching. Shakira, a lot of us can identify with that. For me, I've always known that I wanted to become a teacher. I was not the person beating the sauce up tree like you did. But <laughs> I knew deep down that I've always wanted to become a teacher. And so from very, very early, from as early as primary school, I was I knew that is the direction I was going to take. I, I deduce from what you say that teaching is literally your calling. And so I can also identify with that. And I know a lot of teachers are able to identify with that as well, because there, I don't know, there's only one reason that so many of us can stay in this profession with all of its flaws and it can only be love. Nothing. I totally agree. Nothing else. So we met in December of 2008. 18 and that's where everything well i don't know for you but for what i have seen that's where things started to evolve um in my eyes for you tell the boss teachers a little bit about how we met and why you were in that particular situation okay so i met julia the boss teacher at the i must speak academy and uh, The reason why I had to be at that training was just as our teaching is your calling, I believe that we have seasons and in our seasons, we do a lot of different things. And speaking right now, speaking professionally, motivating others, I'm within my season. And I realized that I needed to, persons were calling me to, you know, speak to youths at youth clubs, Uh, kids at high school and one day I remember doing an interview and when I did the interview that particular um, aspect of my life came up speaking to youths at different forums and the person turned to me and said do you do this professionally do you have any paperwork do you have any certificate in this and I was like "Mm, but this is not even a profession where would I have a certificate in speaking so I went and I did my research and I was like wow you know what let me dig deeper let me do some more search some more research and when i did my research i realized that public speaking motivational speaking it is also a career for so many persons out there and being a teacher i can also do this too so i said beautiful and i came up on sally and gray and the i must speak academy and when I went to that training, I met Julia O'Barnes and I was like, perfect, another teacher, Garden Parish. And I just felt so comfortable being around her and learning 
tactics and strategies as well that can actually help me as a teacher who will be heading into a new field speaking because I took for granted that, oh, because I'm a teacher, I can speak anywhere, but I didn't realize that there were so many different um, techniques to speaking. And so I learned a lot that day. Three, what I would think are key points that I want you to elaborate on from all of what you just said. The first thing you mentioned is that we do a lot of things in our different seasons. So when you talk about doing different things in different seasons of our lives, what exactly do you mean by that? When I sat down and I really started to evaluate myself and my life and where I'm at, I realized that I have the potential to do so many things. I am passionate about so many things and persons want me to do so many things, but I don't really want to run myself a wreck, jumping and trying to do everything. And so one of the first things I try to do is to pray and say, Father, in everything that I do, I try to glorify you. Please, I'm asking, I'm begging to give me some guidance. And that is when I realized that, okay, then some years ago, I was into um, mentoring. Okay, then. Right now, I'm into speaking. And I was like, okay, what will be next? So in this season, so the season before, I was mentoring youth, especially those who are considered to be um, unattached youth. They're, they're going to like police youth clubs and different mentorship groups. There are students who are at sco- other schools who they are on the brink of being sent out, but the schools are trying their hardest. And so they have intervention programs and I would be called in to share my story because for a lot of persons, I was a school dropout and kicked out. (laughs) And so I would be called to speak to these students and to mentor them. But then now I realized that I'm now in a season where I'm being pushed, I'm being pumped, I'm being called to speak and to, I use the term that you uh, mentioned earlier, self-activate. Right, self help others to self activate because that is the process that I'm going through now. Self activation. I like the fact that you mentioned seeking clarity on what you need to do at that particular point in your life. Because the truth is, if you don't know what to focus on, you will be burnt out, you will be stretched thin until you burst. So, I, I like that. Another thing that you mentioned was that. You said you were speaking long before you went to the speaker training where we met last year. Um, And somebody nudged you and said, why don't you get certified? Why did it become so important to you to become certified? Because you were speaking already. You could continue speaking and still do, do your own thing. Why was it so necessary for you to become a certified speaker? One, the previous speaking engagements that I had, they weren't paid speaking engagements for one. And I realized that it was as if I was in a box. I would be called by schools for their intervention programs. I'd be called by um, police youth clubs across St. Anne and even St. Mary for their um, intervention programs. When the person said to me, how about getting certified? When I researched, I realized that becoming certified, I would be able to step out of that box and I could reach a wider audience 
because the reality is this though as a speaker you try to niche down and you have a certain topic that you you own that topic as your baby we have branches we can branch out in so many different areas we are not limited to the message that we can send and the message that we can spread across the world and i realized that also when i become a certified speaker i'm not just based in my homeland i can go international and so i said wow this is beautiful if my voice can leave jamaica if my story can leave jamaica why not awesome you needed to get paid listen don't take it lightly because a lot of teachers are offering volunteer work doing excellent volunteer work and being called back again and again and not just by the schools that they work because a lot of us are event planners we are business women and men in our own schools and doing an excellent job at it but at some point if you are not being paid for what you are doing then i mean outside of doing it for the love of your heart there needs to be some kind of compensation so i like the fact that you um mentioned that and i get goosebumps when i hear you talk about stepping out and going international <laughs> i like it you know i like it because we cannot be narrow-minded we cannot think exactly. local we cannot think just our school we cannot think just our parish we cannot think just our country as teachers we have to have a global mindset because we are living in a global world so um shakira said it all the third thing that i picked out from from what you had said earlier is that you said that even though you are a teacher and you teach you know there are different levels to speaking that you had not unlocked. I find also that in speaking to other teachers and seeing how they react to me being in front of them owning my voice and owning the stage in themselves they see some kind of inadequacies being that okay i'm a teacher i'm standing in front of a classroom full of students 5 days per week and i'm confident in what i can do but take that same teacher outside of the classroom put them in front of a different audience in front of an audience of adults and they freeze they don't know what to do they are very self-conscious, very nervous, very anxious as if they've never ever stood before a classroom before. Is has that been your experience? Yes, I've had that experience before. And uh, when I when I got the training, it had me looking even at the way how I dressed. Even though, you know, we're teachers and we'll always, you know, put ourselves together, it's not everywhere I should go and have the teacher look. Right? So because I have a corporate um engagement. Nobody should look right on and say, that's a teacher. Things that I took for granted, some simple things as the way how I put myself together. Marketing, especially social media. So I learned so many things that day and I was like, wow. I took these things for granted. I was so happy that I did that course not just because I'm a great individuals but I got very good information information that is now helping me as I go forward as a speaker. Yes, yes, you know I'm giggling like this cuz you talk about the teacher look. The teacher look is a thing. A thing. <laughs> we all know the teacher look. 
because I'll be walking on the street and, and somebody will stop me and say, are you a teacher? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you just look like one. Boss teachers, let's keep the conversation going now. Leave a comment below this episode on my website at juliaobarnes.com. Also, remember to get your complimentary copy of the ebook, Nine Ways Teachers Can Earn Online. When you download it, use all the information in it so you can find alternative ways to earn additional streams of income as a teacher. Let's get back to the conversation. As you stepped out fully into being a professional, how has that transformed your life since? It has been a new experience, an exciting experience, one that helps me to really evaluate myself. Because of this, I realized that I need to be a bit more focused. I need to be a bit more organized because guess what i've not quit my day job i'm still teaching right so i speak it's like it's a side job speaking moving into it as a, as a if i should be an entrepreneur and say okay then i'm going to take up speaking full-time at this point in time my teaching job is like a cushion for my speaking job so it helps me to get um jobs because Persons would know of me as a speaker in the school and they're like, okay, then that's one of our colleagues. So another school will call me. Okay, then you know that starting up a business, it will take money. So my current job can help me to push on certain stuff, get the start that I need. But the organization aspect of it, I have to really create a timetable. Just as though I come to school and I have a timetable that tells me when I have to go to different classes, now that I have started speaking, I realize that I need a lifetime table, a planner to tell me when I need to speak, which topic am I speaking on, what time should I go. Believe me, it is putting me in order. It, this experience is like, girl, get your life. That is what this experience is saying to me. Get your life. You know, I'm glad you brought up the time team for managing your life because there's a book I'm reading now called High Performance Habits. It's by Brendan Burchard and I highly recommend it for any boss teacher, as a matter of fact, anyone out there. It's a very good book. And he talks about um, keeping tabs, basically, in the 10 key areas of your life. I can't recall exactly what the 10 are right now, but as you have it, you have a timetable for your work life and you now have a, 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 a timetable for your side hustle then, basically, so you can keep tabs on those two key areas and measure their progress. And, and the truth is, I found that a lot of teachers will say, well, I don't have the time to do this side hustle thing. I don't know when I can figure it out. And it is simply because you have not been keeping tabs on the key areas. If it is that important to you, you will monitor it and make sure yes. that it fits in to that 24 hour slot. And I always say, listen, I know where you can find at least one extra hour in your day. Cut out half an hour out of the news and cut out another half an hour out of social media. And you've automatically gained back one hour to focus on something that can move your life to an next level. That is so true. When you immersed yourself fully into being a professional speaker, was there any 
big learning curve for you apart from all of the things that you learned during the course itself while you were out there on the road getting experience getting speaking engagements getting paid was there any aha moments that you look back and you said ah wow you know anything like that happened to you one of the aha moments for me was the reality that if i wanted to grow and i wanted persons to be able to recommend recommend me i needed to work on the service and a part of the service is to do follow ups which means that i don't just get a client and i just go and speak and i leave it at that no i followed up to see you how did i do that way i can actually improve on myself and i'm building a relationship with them and so they can also recommend me to someone else so that actually helps my my marketing to be somewhat lighter yes so that was one of the aha uh-huh. so before that i wasn't really marketing i wasn't really following up they just call me all right i did whatever and after i come off the stage they say you did well all right good see you later so i learned that oh no if you are going to do this and you are going to be serious about this networking is what's going to happen and allow persons to network for you because that's what has been happening persons have been networking for me i know this speaker she she spoke at our school to the grade 10 i think she'll be good for your students without me even having to go on social media to post that i did decided that and i'll be getting a call oh miss mesquita you know we heard about you and there you go That kind of helps to segue into the next question that I have because I want to know if there are any insider tips that you want to share with our boss teachers who are looking to venture into the speaking arena. One good tip I would actually give is get certified as well. Two, after you have done your training This is something that I did and persons thought it was weird. You know what? I I took my certificate and I brought it to the administrative building and I had it photocopied and I had it put on my file. That way even the chairman knows that I'm now a speaker. Right? Oh yes. Whenever there's any conference, you try and volunteer. Try and volunteer to even say a one and two words so people can start hearing the voice. I stopped smalling up myself and I stopped sitting at the back of the meetings and I started to project my voice now and share and giving suggestions so they realized that okay there's some substance to this girl. She can speak on a matter. You know what? If we have a issue on stress management, let us not call an outside um personnel. Let us ask Mesquita to do it. And if Mesquita cannot do it, she said she did some training probably she know who can do it and she can get the person for us. So you you have to start putting yourself out there. So that's the second thing. After you get the train, put yourself out there. The next tip, I'm still working on this and this is actually being known on social media. Getting out there on social media and really targeting a particular audience because for me I do a lot of youth work. However, I'm not on things like Snapchat. and that is where you'll find the youth so i'm trying to work my way into their circle so you have to try and put yourself in the circle for the audience that you want to actually interact with so those are top 3 things that i would suggest at this point so get certified let yourself be known to um a particular audience even at work especially if you're a teacher because remember there are conferences 
So you will meet even teachers outside of your school and also try and start manipulating social media. Very, very, very good tips. Are there any teaching skills that you are using when you step onto the stage? Planning. As a teacher, we have to do lesson plans. And so before I go on a stage, you better believe that I plan. When a teacher is planning, the teacher looks at the student, the audience. And so therefore, when I'm planning for an event, I try and get that information as well. What will my audience be like? What will be the number? Do you Are you able to give me um, information on what are their needs? Um, are they struggling with any particular thing? That way I know exactly one and two words that I can squeeze in that will basically, if, even if it's one person in the audience, it touch, it resonate with them. I have to do some planning. Yes. So as a speaker, um, Shakira, for those event planners and other boss teachers in other schools who would love for you to come and mentor a lot of their students or as you call it activate themselves yeah let me say that for those teachers who want you to come to their school and activate their students and some of the teachers need activation too <laughs> so for those people who want you to come and do that for them how are they able to find you I may be emailed at mesquitashakira at gmail.com. That is M-E-S-Q-U-I-T-A-S-H-A-C-A-E-R-I-A at gmail.com. Or I may be contacted at 334-3038. Remember the 876. And also you can, you can find me on social media at Kira underscore inspires that's instagram kira k-e-r-a underscore inspires let us know also what are some of the areas that you focus on when you step on a stage okay when i step on a stage especially when i'm dealing with youths and for the most part that's why i deal with youths planning for your future that's one of the things because a lot of our students now and young young individuals, youths, those 13 to 18, up to even 25, they don't have a clue what they want to do in life. They're just rolling with the punches. And so planning for your future is one of the things that I speak about. And one of my other sweet spots has to do with, uh, it's not your past that determines your future. Because as I said earlier, as a drop, a high school dropout and kick out at the same time, and now being a teacher and a speaker, I think that it is my duty to let these young people know that it doesn't matter what happened to you in the past, you have the ability to become a great individual. And I learned this through self-activation i had to start looking at myself and uprooting the things that are great and putting them on the outside and that is what i mean by i'm a self-activator i had to first depend and count on me to go inside and dig up before anybody else could plant anything because i would just push away everybody so i had to do the first pruning and then i allowed everybody else to fertilize the plant so if you have some students that you need activating, 
Shakira is the person to connect with. I'm going to leave all of her contact details on this podcast. So if you're not on my website, please go over to juliaobarnes.com. Look for the episode with Shakira Mesquita and you will be able to connect with her using the information that is there. Is there any or are there any last words you want to leave with our boss teachers before we go? The last word that words I would love to leave with the boss teachers, it came from Julia, start. A lot of us as teachers, we sit and we say, all right, I'm a teacher. I have the potential to do this, but, oh, I don't have this resource um, as yet. Let me wait until I get it. And then when you get it, you lose the momentum. Start. I'm going to put this out there. My website is not yet ready. And our website is such a good thing, but that has not stopped me from speaking and getting speaking um, engagement. So you need to start. Start with what you have. I have Instagram and I use Instagram. I have an email. I use my email. I have a number and I use my number. Amen. Shakira, thank you so much for sharing your experience and your expertise with the boss teachers today. I, you see, because I'm also into speaking, I just, I completely agree with everything that she says. I've been there. I know that what she is talking is facts. So I really appreciate that you shared all of that with us today. And I'm truly hoping that boss teachers, you will not just listen to this podcast and wait for the next episode, but while you are waiting, you will act on a lot of the things that she shared. So Shakira, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And I wish for all the boss teachers listening a wonderful and productive teaching year and boss up yourself.